Good morning. Today is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. The Chassam Sofer was a great scholar, Rabbi Moshe Sofer. He lived in the early 1800s in Eastern Europe. And he tells the following story. There was a very talented artist. And this artist created a sculpture of a horse. And it was a lifelike, life-sized, realistic sculpture of a horse. He worked on it for months and months to get every detail. And though, though, of course, it was created, but every color, every texture, every bone, every muscle, it was perfect. And he was so proud of it. It looked exactly like a real horse. And when he finished it, after months and months of effort, it was a masterpiece. And he was so proud of his work. He was so proud of what he had created. So he put this statue in the middle of the road and he watched from a distance to see how amazed people would be to see such an artistic triumph. But he saw people coming and going. It was a busy road. And no one even looked. No one took notice of his artistic triumph. And he was so disappointed. He was so upset. What did I do wrong? Maybe it wasn't good enough. He'd worked so hard and no one even noticed. So he told this to a friend of his. And his friend to him, his friend said to him, my friend, you're being foolish. The reason no one stopped to admire your work is just the opposite of what you think. You did such a good job. Your horse is so realistic. The sculpture exactly looks like a live horse. People think it's a real horse. And a real horse in the middle of the road. People see that all the time. That's where the horses are. So nobody is interested. But here's what you should do. Take your beautiful, magnificent structure and cut the horse in half. And then put one half in the street and the other half a few feet in front of it. Then you will see that people will stop and be amazed at your masterpiece. The miracles from God have several roles within the narrative of Yetzias Mitzrayim, Exodus from Egypt. We've been learning about since the beginning of the book of Shemos and in this coming parsha, the parsha B'Shalach. Several different roles. One, of course, is to convince both the Jewish people and to convince Paro that God is real and will now keep his promise that the Jews will leave Egypt and go to Israel. There are miracles that are clearly intended to pressure Paro 
into letting the Jews go free? In our parsha of Beshalach, there is this grand miracle, the splitting of the Red Sea, which occurs in order to save the Jewish people by splitting the sea and allowing them to escape so that the Egyptian soldiers running after them will not be able to reach them, and then to punish the Egyptians by having the split waters return upon them. So different roles, different goals for these miracles that we see. But the Chassam Sofer uses this parable about the horse sculptor to add another crucial element to our understanding of miracles. And this is based on the writing of the Ramban. At the very end of last week's Torah portion, the Ramban writes, looking more generally at the entire Exodus narrative, from the great, overwhelming, once-in-a-lifetime miracles, like the splitting of the Red Sea, one comes to see and appreciate the hidden miracles, the miracles that occur every day, all day. And that realization is Shehem Yesod HaTorah. That is the basis of the entire Torah. She'ein la'adam chelek b'toras Moshe Rabbeinu ad she'nemem b'chol dvareinu u'mukareinu because a person cannot be considered to have a share in the Torah of Moshe and in the legacy of Moshe until one sees and internalizes that of everything that happens, she'kulam nisim, everything that happens, at every moment, is a miracle. Ein bohem teva, there is no such thing as nature. We use the word nature or natural because in our limited experience, that's how it, it appears to us. But there's no such thing. Or minhago shalolam, that's the way the world generally runs. But that's, of course, false. Because splitting the sea demonstrates that it is God who controls the world, can manipulate it, because God created it, and likewise controls and manipulates the way we see it every day, the way we see the sea every day with its waves coming upon the shore is exactly the same miracle as when God interrupts that by causing it to split so that the Jewish people could walk through on dry land. They are both miracles because God is doing both of them the only difference is the frequency. 
but one attests to the other that everything comes as as a result of God's will, as a result of God, a result of God's decision at that moment. It should be this way right now. This is what Sarah McLaughlin called just another ordinary miracle. But both are directly caused by God. And that's the way God changes it at his will. By seeing God change nature, like seeing the horse sculpture in two pieces, by remembering it constantly in our prayers, in our holidays, in so many of our rituals, we should be convinced that every moment is miraculous. That the complete horse we see all the time is no less a masterpiece than when it is separated into two pieces. I've shared with some of you before the insight to the line in our prayers that we say every day, three times a day in the Amidah. We say, Thank you, Tashem. And we say that we want to thank God, Al Nisecha. We want to thank you, God, for the miracles that are with us every single day. And your wondrous miracles. They occur at every moment. Every evening, every morning, and every afternoon. What is that referring to? Is it referring to the splitting of the Red Sea? Is it in fact the case that the splitting of the Red Sea happens every morning, every evening, and every afternoon? Is that what it's referring to? No, that's not what it's referring to. It's referring to a different category of miracle that is no less a miracle. But, for example, I shared with you before, the insider Rabbi Mark Penner, a distinguished colleague of mine, who has started doing this, and I have also started to do this, and I've recommended it to you, and I will recommend it again to you. When you say those words, that God performs miracles for me every moment, every evening, every morning, every afternoon, stop for a moment, be silent, Place your hand on your heart and feel your heartbeat. Shebuchol eis erev vavoker v'tzoroyim. That is a miracle. Don't take that for granted because that does not happen to everybody. It's a miracle the way our bodies work. It's a miracle. And that that is a miracle is on a par with the splitting of the Red Sea. And to understand that that miracle that my heart continues to beat is exactly the same 
type of miracle as the splitting of the Red Sea is in the words of Ramban, Yesod HaTorah Kula. This is the basis of the entire Torah. Kula Nisim. All of these things are miracles. Ein Bahem Teva Umin Hago Olam. There's no such thing as just normal nature. It goes all this way, this way all the time. That is just not true. Maybe that's how we perceive it. We perceive it if we're not being conscious, if we're not, if we're taking it for granted. Rather, the only difference is between miracles that happen frequently, routinely, and miracles that happen only once. Consider the beauty of nature. Consider the complexity of the human body. It's all a miracle. It's all directly directed by, created by, and controlled by God, and sometimes manipulated by God. The fact that you and I woke this morning is no less a miracle than the splitting of the Red Sea. Both are God at work in our lives. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel wrote, Our goal should be to live life in radical amazement. Get up in the morning and look at the world in a way that takes nothing for granted. Everything is miraculous. To be spiritual is to be amazed. And the blessings we say when we wake up are intended to focus us on this radical amazement every day, just like saying Az Yashir. Every day intends to focus us within our prayers. Because it reminds us that God creates the world, controls the world, can manipulate the world, either in ways that he does often or in ways that in our experience are unusual. Mary Oliver, the great poet, put this in her inimitable style in a poem she wrote titled Sometimes. Instructions for Life. Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. That is what the splitting of the Red Sea should inspire within us. Erev Vavoker Vatsrayim. Every moment of every evening, every morning and afternoon. And finally, here is the greatest miracle of all. Shared by Sarah Tuttle Singer. That moment when the guy speaking Arabic from Ramla helped the soldier carry her bag up the steps of the train doesn't mean that the world is sunshine and unicorns. 
It doesn't mean there isn't tension between Arabs and Jews. It doesn't mean there isn't racism or violence. Those things are real. But these other, softer, gentler things happen too. And they are just as real. Why? Because people are people are people. And people are human. And humans are spectacular. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.